Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where we try to make Black people feel seen. Please rate us and write a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five star bitches. We're Dio Gotti. I'm your host, Sequoia. And today I have a very, very special episode. Now, before I go into explain why, I need y'all to do me a favor. Please give me feedback on this episode. Tweet me or DM me at BPLPpod. If you're like, I never want you to do this shit again, tell me that. If you're like, no, I actually like this, tell me that. It is critical that y'all let me know either way how y'all feel about this episode. Okay? So promise me that. If you like it, I need you to tell me that. If you don't like it, I also need you to tell me that. Okay. So this episode is special because it's my first solo episode. I've been doing a lot of research on podcasts, trying to take this podcast to the next level since I'm seeing some traction from it now. And I saw some stats about solo episodes doing better than most other episodes for podcasts in general. So I figured I'd try it out. So this episode will be a little bit shorter than usual, I'm assuming. Never done a solo episode, so I'm just assuming it's going to be a little bit shorter than normal. And it will follow the same general model. We'll have the first segment in my defense, second segment, song of the week, and the third segment, typically where I dive into one topic that Black people really like. Today, I'm just going to be talking about my inspiration behind the podcast, why I started the podcast in the first place, my intentions behind it, and all of those things. So if that sounds good, please keep listening. Actually, please keep listening either way, y'all. I just need y'all feedback. I need y'all feedback on how this goes, okay? So I appreciate you. Let's get into it. In my defense. In my defense this week... Okay, let me tell y'all what In My Defense is first. In My Defense is the segment where we bring one of our controversial opinions and defend it for you all. This week is just me, so I'm just going to be telling y'all one controversial opinion. Bacon in the microwave is better than bacon on the stovetop. Like, bacon in the microwave is always the perfect texture. You have better control over how the bacon comes out because the microwave is always consistent. Whereas bacon on the stovetop, there's so much room for error all the time. Like, you can have the fire too high. You can have the fire too low. Bacon on the stovetop literally always comes out too crumbly, too crispy for my personal taste. I like my bacon almost rare, almost uncooked. I like it to be flexible, bendy. That little grizzle part on the bacon, my favorite part, I like it that if I I pull it with my teeth, it'll snap back like a rubber band. That's my shit. Yeah. I saw Kaylin Allen tweet this a few weeks ago that bacon in the microwave is better than bacon on the stovetop. And I felt so seen, so unalone, so inspired by his bravery, his honesty that I wanted to come here and be brave and honest with y'all. So here I am, per usual. Um, But this also reminded me, we have a a listener whose name on Instagram is Sala. Shout out you. And they commented under one of my Instagram pics and said, you are as beautiful as your taste buds are strange. And that's what I'm naming my memoir. That was literally the best compliment I've ever gotten in my life. I appreciate that so much. Thank you, Sala, for the most sincere compliment I've ever heard in my entire life. You can definitely name my memoir that. Appreciate it. So yes, that's my NI defense this week. Um, I really don't want to hear it from y'all. I know that y'all have to agree with this one. I know you won't simply because <sighs> y'all try to tell me I'm the one that lacks taste, but it's giving that it's y'all, actually. That seems like a more realistic thing to me. But yeah, moving on. Song of the week this week. 
I know we are all still enamored by that lady's album. I don't even have to say the name of her. I don't know what Miss Man put into the album. Crack cocaine, something of the sort. It's it's strange at this point how how much it's infiltrated my rotation of full songs. It's my top played song of the month on Spotify right now, which I guess is not shocking. Heated is my top played song, but that's not my song of the week. All Up In Your Mind by Miss Beyonce is my song of the week this week. I chose this song because I know I see a lot of y'all don't like it and that's okay. It's actually not okay. Fine. That's fine. It's not for everybody. Y'all are simply wrong that you don't like it. But the point I wanted to make is, I don't know how to explain this, but all up in your mind is for those of us who identify as Rihanna's. And either you get it and that resonates with you or you don't. But you know, the girls that get it, get it. That's it. I feel like if you're a six inch girly from Lemonade, if 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 since six inch was really the shit to you off of Lemonade, then you also like all up in your mind. And that's just that on that. Like some of us have it, some of us don't. Maybe it's Maybelline, you know? Okay, moving on. The inspiration behind this podcast. So my personal affinity for punk rock bands of the late 2000s is what kind of inspired me to start this podcast, Black People Love Paramore, naturally, and also Twitter. So anytime a Black person tweeted that Black people love Paramore or anytime that that sentiment was shared on Twitter, it always goes viral. Like at least once a year, a tweet about Black people loving Paramore goes viral. And underneath the tweet is just a bunch of Black people corroborating that sentiment saying their favorite Paramore song, you know, talking to other Black people that they otherwise would not have met, that, you know, met on the internet without that tweet. And it just felt like community. It gave me a sense of community that we are all, or not all, obviously we're not a monolith. We don't all like Paramore, but overwhelmingly a lot of us do. And that felt like community to watch us Talk about that in the comments with each other. And I wanted to create a place with a similar sense of community amongst Black people. I wanted to create a safe place where Black people could come and feel seen and also feel like themselves. They could come and talk about, hear other Black people talk about topics that they like and they could feel represented by that or feel, you know, seen, feel like they're part of a larger thing. And that's true. Also, it was kind of sparked by, hmm, I'm a kind of a podcast girly, so I tend to listen to a lot of podcasts. And often I will see a podcast episode that I'm interested in the topic that they're talking about. But I don't really want to hear white people talk about it. Like, I want to hear Black people talk about said topic. And so I simply would try. So I would try to listen and I'd be out of it because I'm like, man, like, this just isn't the energy that I want. Like, I want to hear Black people talk about this. For instance, I was looking for an astrology podcast and I found one where the premise sounded good. Everything sounded good. And as I started listening, I was like, what's missing? Like, why am I not enjoying this? And I think it was the lack of Black people on the podcast that was preventing me from like fully enjoying it in the way that I wanted to. I feel like podcasts feel like camaraderie. It feels like talking to friends. And so often I realized I couldn't be the only Black person 
that wants to hear other Black people talk about specific topics. So I created my own podcast where Black people talked about more niche, more specific topics that other Black people I knew would be able to relate to. So based on the Twitter thing about Black people loving Paramore always going viral, I was like, there has to be other things that Black people know that we like, that we know that we like and we want to hear other Black people talk about. So I made a list of topics, of stuff that I thought Black people like. Ginger Ale was like a very funny one to me. It's like, yeah, Black people love Ginger Ale. And I don't know why. But so I created a list and now the list is pretty long. I think we have like maybe 30 something episodes um, with different topics. But I just wanted to create that community. And so I created that list, asked people to come on the podcast and talked about topics, you know, every other week, which is what I've been doing now. That's what drove me to do this. That's what drove me forward with doing this. And I'm happy that I am now seeing some traction. I am really so appreciative of y'all. I have had overwhelming support for this concept, for this podcast. Y'all come back every, you know, other week. People seem to really like it. And I am grateful that I'm able to bring it to y'all. And I'm grateful that y'all are receptive to it and y'all like it. Something that gives me a little bit of stress gives me a little bit of pause regarding the podcast is people's misconception that the podcast is like intended to tell white people stuff that black people like that 100% is not the intention in any capacity at all. I personally would never create anything that centers white people. It is simply not who I am. It's never been who I am. So yeah, this podcast centers Black people. I made it with Black people in mind, did not even consider white people at all when, like, as listeners when thinking about this podcast. But, you know, happy for, you know, if white people want to listen, it's not like they are not allowed to, but definitely centering Black people. And I think most of y'all get that. It's just been something that I heard once that made me very uncomfortable. And so I needed to clear that up quickly. Oh, something else. Another misconception that people seem to have is that this podcast was intended to combat stereotypes. And I also want to push back against that a little bit because it implies that like, hmm, the stereotype that mainstream media pushes about Black people, Black folks that do fall within that, many of us can fall within that. and. I think that's fine. I think that is very fine. I don't want this podcast to be like the anti that. It's very much not the anti that because there's nothing wrong. I mean, all of us do. Like, I am a stereotype in so many different ways, but I'm also multifaceted as literally every single human being is. I feel like we are not represented in a multifaceted way. We as Black people are often not represented in a multifaceted way. So instead of waiting on mainstream media to represent us in a way that feels familiar to us, I decided I'll represent us in a way that feels familiar to us or create a space where we can represent ourselves in a way that feels familiar to us for ourselves, not for anybody else's consumption, but for ourselves. Yeah. So that's really that on that. I don't think I really have anything else to say. This is a very short episode. 
Thank you for listening. If you made it this far to the end, I really appreciate you. You can find me across all social media platforms at BPLP Pod. You can DM me. You can tweet me. You can email me at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com. You can email me about how you feel about this episode. You can email me about topics that you want me to cover or anything else. I'm also trying to work on this merch, y'all. So if you have any thoughts, feelings, ideas about merch, please feel free to email me that. Um, And also I'm starting a Patreon soon. So if you have thoughts, feelings, ideas about that, also go ahead, email me about that. But that's about it. I'll see y'all in two weeks. Bye.